0: Hey everybody, it's Jessica Simpson. This is Beyonce. This is Justin Timberlake. Hey, this is Avril Lavigne. This is Gwen from No Doubt. Hi,
1: this is Usher, and you're listening to
0: GSNJ Radio. What's up, guys? This is Connie Joy here at Heart Music Studio. I'm back again, and today I am interviewing the lovely Joy, and she is the creator of Be the Difference clothing line.
1: Hey, hey, what's going on? It
0: is so great to have you. I have so many questions.
1: Yes, please ask. <laughs> so
0: when I read your bio, mm-hmm. when I read your bio, it, um, it definitely it meant something to me. And fortunately and unfortunately, sometimes when you read someone's bio, it doesn't necessarily hit you, but it was personal because I felt something with it. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt something with it. So can you please tell me a little bit about how your clothing line became.
1: Okay, sure. So, I used to be an avid gym person junkie had <laughs> like way back like maybe 2014. And I would go 7 days a week. You know how your friends always drag you, come on, let's go to the Saturday morning class. Let's let's challenge each other and see who can work out harder. Um so I was doing that seven days a week, but I had a deep secret. So deep down inside, I used to go home and have Snickers bars <laughs> and ice cream. I started feeling guilty about it. So <laughs> I went on Facebook and I said, you know what? Don't kill me, but I know I can't be the only one, but I have an admission to make. I actually eat Snickers bars and... um have ice cream after the gym every day. <laughs> and so, one person in particular, my cousin Melissa, who always says, You better say something about me all the time, um, she was like, I said, So I posted work hard, snack harder under that caption. And she was like, hmm, You should make a t shirt. And I was like, Okay. And that's how Be the Difference came about. And then, um, long, let's say about a few months go by. Um, so i like, I'm all excited. I have this company. Um, I come up with this other t-shirt. But the experience that happened was I was driving home from an event one day, and it was actually in the evening, December.
0: What area were you driving through?
1: I was in Jersey City. So I was going onto to the block where I live. And for the first time in my entire life, I actually saw a woman that was... You know, she had to be high on something because she, the position she was in was clearly, like, backwards. Yeah, like it's probably
0: not possible.
1: Yeah. She was all the way backwards. Like, her spine was backwards. And then she was swaying. My heart broke. Because the first thing that I immediately thought of was when she was a kid, I'm pretty sure this is not the life that she thought she would have. You know what I mean? So that's how my heart broke. And I was like, I'm, I'm sure if her parents were around and knew this, their heart is probably breaking too. And so, you know, I kept on driving by and it hit me. I was like, you know what? We all probably feel bad about the situation. Hope that she's doing something to help herself or someone is helping her. But I said, Joy, you have to do something for yourself too. Like You can't just be the be everyone else and just drive by. Um, and so I came up with the shirt. It it's called addiction kills the family and the I have it on right now so right now it has like like this like the claw so I when I was getting it made I said I want it to be like a bear um just ripping the entire body cavity open.
2: That's exactly what's the fault yeah. I saw
1: Yeah and so it's kind of like that to me represented how addiction itself kills the family just rips everything apart. And Also, it doesn't necessarily have to be about substance abuse Mm -hmm. because there are many addictions that go underneath the rug that really affect you just as much. And for instance, you have addiction to uh, working. You have addiction to cell phones. Like, my goodness, I remember one day I drove, I was going to work without my cell phone and I was being late just to go back for it. You know, so like, there's addictions to like all kinds of things. Food, you have pornography, anything. So think about it this way. If anything could be taken away a majority of the time to be with family, it could be an addiction. It's not saying it is, but it could be. But it's just made so that we can be aware of ourselves and just remember why we're here. The reason why we're all human beings together, and that's to help each other. And without us interacting on a normal basis, and you have situations that come up where people, you know, become selfish. And yes. just you know what I mean? Selfish and 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 um they lose track of human nature. And I think that's kind of like what we're experiencing now with the media and with all the things that are going on currently.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed know? right now because I'm just like, oh my God, that's so true. I'm so guilty of this.
1: But we all are, and that's the thing. Um, everybody thinks that. Okay, it's somebody else. But until you start focusing on the things that have traumatized you from youth, we're not gonna heal. Like, and I'll admit it, yes, I've had traumatizing things when I was younger. Am I healing from them? Some of them, yes, some of them, no. But until we address things, then we cannot become real whole people.
0: Very true. This is a lot deeper than I expected. This of course, like... you gonna we're gonna go all the way deep. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you come up with so when you came up with the name Be the Difference, mm-hmm. it was from the experience when you were driving?
1: Not just that, it's just the other t shirt that I had was um uh Lord um uh, The Grass is greener right here. So I like that. That that's a T shirt. And and just to backtrack a little bit, the messages on these shirts are to help um, the person that's wearing it and those that see it. So you know how we're always subliminally just taunted with images all the time and then you start to sway that way. So mm-hmm. like if you see a cup of coffee all the time, you're like, hmm, I'm thirsty. I want some coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's human nature. So I feel like. If we continue to just look at other people's lives and think, well, oh, they're smiling, they look happy. When they get home, they probably have the best of everything. You do not know if there's any hell going on behind those doors. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many people are being verbally, physically uh, abused, even kidnapped or murdered? You would think like, oh, no, that's not possible. Girl, yes, it is. Why not? Why is is that not possible? Right now, this very moment, somebody's being kidnapped. This very moment somebody's being held against their will in their own home by someone that they love. You have no idea what people go through every day. And you have no idea how hard it is for some people to get up and go to work. So, yeah, some people may act funny and crazy. But you have no idea if there's even any hell going on inside of them that they don't even know how to express because they've been beat down and traumatized so much and told, you're not going to be anything. You can't do anything that, wow, like... It's probably their norm. That's their norm. So going to work is their escape? Really? So eight hours a day, you only get freedom eight hours a day, and then when you get home, it's pure hell? That, is, that sounds like These hell. are people that we look at every day. I'm not, again, I'm not saying that that's the case for everybody, but a lot of people are hurting. And I think if we try to realize or try to, like, get to know one another, then we'll see, like, the reason why people act the way they do.
0: You people are much quicker to judge. (sighs) Man, this is definitely a heck of a life (laughs) lesson. I'm like, well, everything that you were talking about is right here at your front door.
2: Mm. This is such a necessary message, um, you know, for the people as well, because a lot of people, they don't have the knowledge of self-healing or what addiction does to everybody around them. Right. You know, they, they have the mindset of, I'm doing this to me, and I can do whatever I want to me.
1: But Neglecting. imagine this. you're Imagine if you were addicted to a substance or addicted to something. Let's just say something.
2: Well, even like cell phones. You, you have parents that are addicted to cell phones, and I watched a documentary where, uh, it wasn't even a documentary, it's like a YouTube mm-hmm. um, something, where parents were at the park with their kids on their cell phones, and... It was set up, you know what I mean, Um, to where somebody was coming and just coaxing the kids away and the parents had no idea. No idea. I saw that. I saw that. That's horrible. Addiction.
0: That that really is terrible. That's ridiculous actually. It's not even terrible. That's just like.
1: But it's the distractions that we allow ourselves to be a part of. 100%. You know what I mean? Like. What were we doing before cell phones? Because we all clearly had to be on a rope, going door exactly. to door,
0: face-to-face communication. I remember when Facebook, when MySpace was out, it wasn't even a big deal. No. Like, all the little kids, the younger generation had it. But MySpace, MySpace came out when I was in, like, ninth, eighth grade, and... I couldn't have. We weren't even allowed mm-hmm. to be on it. So I had an f- account at my friend's house. We weren't allowed to because mm-hmm. my mom was, we were the minister's kids.
1: Okay. And we weren't the minister's <laughs> kids that
0: were bad kids. We were the minister's kids in a small town where everybody knew the church mm-hmm. and the minister and the congregation. So if someone even looked like you and they saw you somewhere you weren't supposed to be, tell I'm telling past You wasn't even getting a phone call on your cell phone. We didn't have cell phones. Right. When you got home, I saw you such and such. That wasn't me. You're getting in into- trouble. <laughs> Why would such and such lie? And I'm just like, but it wasn't me. Like... It could have been some other dark-skinned little girl. It wasn't me, but there wasn't that many dark-skinned little girls in the neighborhood.
1: Right. Was it, it you,
0: It wasn't me, though. It really okay. wasn't me. I'm just like, yo, how, how could I get to this place that you're me that I'm at? Like, that was before we didn't... We grew up in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, in the suburban area. Mm-hmm. The, it's like taking the bus out here in Jersey. The bus don't take you nowhere near your destination. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about the bus. And there was just no way I was at this place. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Like... The, I didn't even like I said I know I never even seen a bus pass until I was eighteen years old. Right. I was like, "This is the bus schedule." Oh, it's got a lot of numbers on this. This is complex. Like we like it wasn't me, but that was when man, it was so innocent back then. You know, your friends was the ones next door because mm-hmm. he wasn't walking too far. Um, we were in church six days a week though, literally six days a week. I know. The day <laughs> wasn't in it. there it was for men's meeting. That was it, and it was. I, that was back when you couldn't be on the phone and be on the computer at the same exact time.
1: Right. Computers weren't right, even right, important. right. That was that modem, of the dial-up yeah. modem.
0: Yeah. Computers wasn't even important at the time because the time and energy it took you to get on to the computer. What are you getting on here for? Because Facebook, did... Instagram. Um, well, Instagram was, it was probably in the making, but it mm-hmm. was definitely not out. But at that time, we still had little notes we would pass in the hallway, right. and it was a was beeper. Word of mouth. I
1: didn't it even a have a beeper. beeper. I remember having a beeper, but like. It was crazy because it was like, who had, like, it, the whole idea, the concept of it was so crazy because it's like, it you like, have a beeper, a but you have to go to the payphone pay to, to, call. to call. Yeah. to call. Now you
0: don't see payphones any, anywhere. You, you'll see the booth, but the phone's gone. You don't see that at all. Yeah. I really think, like, you know, back then having a best friend was, like, genuinely having a best friend because mm-hmm. it was, the communication was so much, it was so much better. Like, how much consuming can you be with, like, the, like narcissistic was really, like, it didn't even, like, that term didn't even it was it wasn't even relevant at that time
1: right. but and, there were still people like that though yeah but
0: <laughs> and and but you know what the people that were into themselves at that time if they would have had the platform the kids have these days yeah. now oh my god it would have been mayhem and the crazy thing about it is when social media became what it is when it transitioned from um being what it I mean, it started out being like, honestly, when I go on Facebook, I was just like, this looks complicated. i don't mm-hmm. want to do this. This looks way too much. It, it, I was like, this is, it's just, and it was me going from, because I was in that generation where flat screens for computers weren't even a thing yet. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, that's no, not for me. So I was late. I was actually late on social media as I am with everything. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but it literally happened like overnight. Social media was irrelevant. It was a thing that everyone kind of had, but it was just you know it wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal. And then it turned into everybody, every mom, every kid. Like, but that's all, because it, of it the just, cell phones. It's insane.
1: That's just because of cell phones. And the World cell phones have
0: gotten. Oh, I'm, I the cell phones that we used to have were like this big. Yep. And the battery would last for hours. Didn't do anything. It cost money because we send never a text used message. it that much.
1: It was like a dollar a minute. Yeah. For, right. For the right. Bible cell phone. It and was that's all they really did
2: was. You could make calls. Yeah. It wasn't much more than a that. A doubt, but you weren't but
1: you, making any calls because it was a dollar yeah, yeah. a minute. You and know? you couldn't
0: call me until after 9 o'clock. Right, but and, it was free. And you can't never text me because it's 10 cents to receive and send. <laughs> but, but now see, it's just Verizon, like. Verizon,
1: shameless plug, Verizon, we never stop working for you would always give you that free weekend and free evenings. Just a shameless plug.
0: But no, the I crazy don't. thing about it is if you put the right music behind that, it sounds psychotic and like dementia. <laughs> I'm just like, Verizon. I work. love me like, some
1: Verizon.
2: Yeah, no, Verizon covers 99% of the That's country, right.
1: right. We were, we we are, we are, and I, mind you, I'm the unofficial spokeswoman for Verizon, so they really don't have any idea of who I am. But, um we cover every cell phone. So there would be no Boost. There would be no crack TNT. I mean, AT&T. There would be no Sprint Away. I mean, Sprint. Um If it <laughs> wasn't for Verizon. So <sighs> and this is, a, this is not off
0: topic, but off topic. I saw this commercial and it's been on every time I get on YouTube, I hear this commercial. And when I first heard it, I was just like, oh, my God, this commercial sounds so annoying. It sounds like so life inspired. It was just like one of those cheeky, cliche commercials. And then as I heard it and I listened to it and the music in the back started getting kind of ominous, I'm just like, <laughs> yo, what are they talking about? And it's to sell. I forgot what it is what it's even to sell. But it opens up and it goes, "Um, today in today's society, like 70% of women are going to be going to work that never had to work before. And it sounded like it was like, you know, the opening to mm-hmm. I don't know. And then the music started to get really creepy in the background. But it was literally about selling something and I'm just like what? And then now all of a sudden you want to buy that something. No, it was actually creepy. (laughs) And then it says, it was talking about the death rate and how many people can die from leaving their garage. It was so strange and weird, but it Mm -hmm. kept on repetitively being on every single thing that I played. And it was to sell something. And I thought it was the opening to some creepy Netflix movie that's going to be on Netflix first. Because it just had that kind of entrance. But it was literally, and they were talking about cell phones and whatnot. It was so, you gotta like, you have to, I wish I knew what it it was so creepy see, and strange. But see, these are all
1: subliminal messages. But it
0: scared the crap out of mm-hmm. me. I'm just like, I'm driving. I'm just sitting here like, okay, okay, yeah. What is this? Skip. But then the next video, I'm just like, why is it on again? Skip. And it <laughs> was, I don't know what they were selling, but I was not into whatever they were right. selling. So they, they didn't the have you all the way. set, mm-hmm. it was just so strange, and I'm just like, I wonder how many people actually get stuck in this because the entrance sounds so welcoming
1: right it's true
0: and then they hit you out of nowhere like
1: buy our stuff and i'm just like yeah buy my cancer medicine and i'm
0: just sitting here like yo this is how did this get on here i really did think i was this has got to definitely be they're trying to sell something this is a new movie coming out it wasn't a new Mm -hmm. movie it was a a legitimate commercial (laughs) i was like you guys really taking that dark turn just to sell stuff Mm mm-hmm I mean, from what I see, not to knock on, not to knock, you know, Americans, but they're not getting that much brighter. You can sell them anything.
2: You don't have to well, take I'm that. I want to transition it a little bit. And Hayden's Heart, I want to know a little bit more about that because you were just talking about the sicknesses and the commercial. How did you get with Hayden's Heart?
1: So uh, every year or every birthday at my regular job, um, which we- I'm guessing
2: is Verizon. No. Okay. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> um, we celebrate each other's birthdays by buying cakes, and I said, "You know what? I don't need a cake because I don't like celebrating my birthday anyway." Um, I don't know. So my co born? March. Okay. So it's next month.
0: I oh, know it's crazy. Happy Not early birthday! You're happy.
1: Why? Uh, wow! 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 Anyway, <laughs> so. I said, instead of giving me a cake, donate that money to charity. So every year, she's like, no, we want to celebrate your birthday. I said, if you really want to celebrate my birthday, that's how I want it celebrated. You know, get, a, get give the money to somebody that's in need. I don't like cake anyway. So um, the third year, she found this charity. And I didn't know where she donated the money to, but the card came in the mail, and she was like, here you go. So I saw the card, and it was you know, they were sending a thank you card for your donation. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is great. It's, um, basically a charity that raises awareness for babies with congenital heart disease. And the baby you see right there, Hayden, he actually passed away. Um, and I have a very soft spot for babies. I love babies. I used to volunteer at a homeless shelter for babies. Um, and for her to do that, like, it's like that was one of the best things. And so as the company was progressing, I said, you know, what? I feel really bad, like selling things and, you know, keeping the money. So I said, let me give some of it to charity. So I give 10 percent of all the clothing proceeds to, to Hayden's heart. So it was That's amazing. And they're right amazing. here. They're actually in a charity in North Arlington, New Jersey. Um, they're really doing. They're doing some really nice things now. They have uh They're they're gonna do a healings heart house. They have a house and they're just gonna expand that so that parents who are healing from their their children who passed away from this condition, or even sending money to the ho- p- parents that have their children in the hospitals, you know, I feel like that money going there is wonderful. So like I don't feel as bad as to like say, well, I'm selling something and I'm keeping the money you know, because it's a t-shirt. I was like, you can't be an inspirational company mm-hmm. without giving back. That's just me. You know, I don't know about other people. And it's really not my business, but that's how I feel. That's what I started. And it feels really good to know that the money is going there.
2: Well, you're actually putting the essence of the company into action. You are being the difference. Trying, Not even trying. You're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it. You're um with the, the t-shirt line. You know, people see it and... It gives them this sense of okay, um, I got to change. I got to make a change. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I had, an, I have another T-shirt. It's called Prayer Works, and I was, I was just like, again, this was like the first two years of when I started, um, you know, making Design a T-shirt. Yeah, that
0: was, that was like the first one. Like the this is the
1: f- this is the second one. The, um, but the, still, in the
0: first two years, that looks.
1: Yeah, well, I had artists do this for me because I don't have a drawing thing in my mind, but, but this still, is my you- idea. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can have a whole Just team don't.
0: behind you, but if you don't have a good visual. Yeah, that's can- true.
1: That's true. So I would, I was wearing that shirt, walking across the street, and there was a woman. I'll never forget this. There was a woman sitting on a bench, and then she yelled out. She was like, thanks for the reminder. And I'm like, I'm the only there one in the go. street. And I was like, what is she talking about? And so when I looked at I was like, oh my goodness, I have the prayer works t-shirt. I was like, oh, I feel so good. And then I was like, no problem. And then I, when I turned back, I went to my car. When I turned back, I got a business card and I said, if you need somebody to talk to, just call me. But I was like, you never know at that very moment. What if she was going to do something detrimental to herself mm-hmm. without seeing me doing what I was supposed to do? You know, that's why it's very important to do things with purpose. Because you don't know who you're influencing. Absolutely. You have no idea. And you, you don't even necessarily need to hear them say, oh, you helped me. You don't need that. But just you being at the spot that you're supposed to be, at the time that you're supposed to be, could save somebody's life. Now, I'm not saying that I saved her life. I don't know because I've never seen her again. But it triggered something in her mind. And whatever she was crying about, maybe she had a different thought process about it at that time so that's when i was like yes that's when i was like you know what i'm not gonna give up because there are times when i just want to stop doing this because it's not growing as fast as as fast as the um you know business standards are or it's not um selling or like if i go to events and i don't sell a thing like You have no idea what it's like to be on the the backside of a vending table or an event where somebody's like, oh, you have great stuff. And then they just say they walk away. And it's like, oh, thank you. It was nice. But you know how that feels?
2: Yes. Go ahead and support a little bit. You know what it feels like? You
1: know what I mean? Like, even if you don't want it, give it to someone else. Absolutely. That might be a need. And surprisingly, the people who do buy the Addiction Kills the Family shirt are the ones that are actually in remission. Or, you know, um, that have already been through it and they're just like, you know, this is just a reminder for myself of what I came from. So, it helps everybody.
2: Absolutely. In different ways. Right.
1: Oh, and the point that I was trying to make before So let's imagine if we're all in the position of being an addict of whatever. You don't necessarily want the people that look at you to look at you and be like, dang, you're a jerk. You're trash. How could you do that with your life? What are you doing to yourself? How could you go get help? But in your mind, as the addict, you're like, I am helping myself. I'm not high today. I'm not high right now. Or like, I'm ashamed of myself because I know you expected more from me. Or I'm ashamed of myself because you don't know what I just had to do to get my little high a few minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel bad for the addict. I feel bad for the people that have to um, be around the person. I feel bad for everybody because you just don't know. Yeah. You got to put yourself. Involved. Yep. You have to put yourself in that shoe and be like, you know what? Okay. What you're doing is terrible. I may not be able to be around you forever because it affected me that much, but I still have empathy for the situation. You know what I mean? I still have empathy because you are a human being. And at one point in your life, I'm pretty sure you did not want to be a junkie. You did not want to be someone who needed help from other people. You did not want to be someone who had to do whatever for a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, another quick story about that. I was driving down, I guess, Pacific Avenue, somewhere in Jersey City. And I was at a traffic light. This traffic light was rather long. And I saw, you know, some action going on inside. There was too clearly, clearly, I guess, for lack of better terms, they were junkies. And I hate to call people that because we're, we're humans. We shouldn't be calling people Just for, degraded. For the sake. Exactly. So the guy was leaning, the girl was leaning, and I saw him counting little change and then they walked off. I was like, oh, whatever. As I was going through the light, I saw the ending. Part, So she was pulling up her pants and he was walking away. And I was just like, oh my goodness, that traumatized me. It traumatized me because I didn't see them doing anything, but it was a simple fact that you couldn't be no more than like 20 something years old. And he probably was 30, but the way you, the drugs affected their body, it just make them look old. But I was just like, oh my goodness. Like it was changed that I saw them counting. And to see that in plain daylight between cars, I'm like, oh, man, that, I, I, again, it just brought me back to when she was a little girl, that could not have been something that, that she wanted to be. Hers. No, that's nobody's goal. Right. Let's just put it that way. That's nobody's goal to be like that. Nobody. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> Because, I mean, like,
0: that, that, that world has affected my childhood, mm-hmm. but it was hard, and it's always been hard for me to look at it, like, to see the user as the victim, because as a child, and I mean, like, as a two-year-old,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, were, we were victims because of that, right. and before we were even put into the system, we were victims because
1: what if we weren't put into the system,
0: like our sister died because my parents were in
1: drugs, and that's why I was doing my volunteer. Because the, the, those babies that were in the shelter, they were brought from the hospital there. They were the lucky ones.
0: All of my sister, well, I don't know all the ones, but me and four of my sisters, we were all babies that were going to be born.
1: Of course, I and I used to and hug them. I used to, I used to hold them. And I never knew what a baby going with, with, going through withdrawal was until I was like, how come they're always crying? They're like, no, they're not crying. They're going through withdrawal. They're moaning. I was like, for real? I was like, oh, man. And that, like what you were just saying now, you need to understand your background because what drinking a beer for me could be absolutely detrimental to you. So, like, again, that could be how somebody turned into an addict. They don't know that when they were a kid that their parents or their parent was always high or whatever, or they came from an embryo where it was always high. And now one cigarette, one one wine, one thing will turn them into, you just don't know. So it's good to know where you come from, too. So I'm glad that you haven't been affected in that way and that you are who you are now. I really feel bad for what you had to go through, but thank God somebody took you. You know what I mean? It, you know, it took care of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you being, you're an advocate for people who've been through it physically. You know what I mean? So, like, I hope you can use that platform to help others because there like are back, people. I think um,
0: when I was growing up, drug addiction and alcohol addiction and things like that, I mean, we grew up in the suburbs in a bubble. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody was on something, but it was like so. It was so no one talked about it at all because you were shunned. It was like, oh my god, you are it? No mm-hmm. one talked about it because they were ashamed of it or they were afraid of what people would think about it. And word travels fast. Now it's just like to just to admit that you're on something. You're taking a step further. Mm-hmm. Now there's so much more. There's so much more help. There's so much more support for it. So. Yeah, back then it was just like, I mean, kids picked on us for being adopted. Back mm-hmm. then it was just like, ew, you're adopted. Ew, your parents were under. It was just like no yeah, one had shame. empathy or right. sympathy for it at all. And I'm just like, when I think about it now, I'm just like, yo, these are kids. How are you going to pick on somebody? That's out of completely out of their control. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to do with this. Nobody asked to be, hey, I want to be. And I wouldn't be that fetus that's going to be coming from these two people that are addicted to alcohol and drugs. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, like, a dibbling crack from here and they there addicts. That's why
2: education is power. People need to know that, you know, that's got to change. That was, like, uh, two episodes you had a, a show that I was know. speaking about, you know, that type of thing.
0: Like, my boyfriend oh, always gets some He's like, that's so, you know, it's so sad and negative. I was like, but, you know, no matter where, no matter where I ever go, I would never forget, and I don't want ever, because... That I would say to my sister all the time, like our sister Carrie, that, that could have been one of us. Mm-hmm. Like, we survived for a reason. Like, that was like nothing but a blessing. That's not luck because she fell through the floor in our dilapidated house that my parents were living in as squatters. So, that could have been anybody. anybody. So, I'll never stop talking about it or promoting it or being an advocate for it because it's just like, supposed to be here i'm supposed to be suicidal on drugs an alcoholic a drug addict i'm not supposed to be here i'm supposed to be somewhere on a corner right now so and i don't want to ever people would ever look at me and be like people look at me and they hear me talking they go i can tell your story you're from the suburbs you were rich. you no, don't know no, no 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 no. that's not true you have mm-hmm. no idea you don't
1: know don't look at the picture and see a rainbow and just assume so, um, another, and before we go off topic again, I have a t-shirt called honesty equals freedom. So by you being honest about whatever you're going through, you are free. And you know, like people, that's always, powerful. Yeah. But you know how like people will ask you how your day is going. Start telling the truth. If I told you, if they'd be like. Alright, we need to come pick her up, through her. She's definitely crazy. Well, I but feel like it's some true. people are
2: afraid to tell the truth because it feels like, um, or they're made out to be complainers or stuff like that. No. I but think it, it's in presentation.
1: But also too, like we like to hold on to hurt. Yeah. We like to hold on to hurt.
0: I feel like when you know it so long, it's just like Yeah, that's the norm. It's so it's and so crazy because when you hear somebody say that, like it becomes like who your friend or who you are. It's what you depend when you hear it sounds insane. Like, why would I be holding on? Why would I want to keep But when you think about it, it's just like when you've been living this lifestyle for so long and even your health changes because of this, your body is stuck in this. Your body literally can be stuck in this anxiety-stricken, depressed state that when it gets healthy, it's just like, this feels different. This doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. it's right. It feels too calm. When you actually get to a place where the waters are calm because they've always been such an uproar, you're just like... All right, what's what's bad about to happen? Because things are going too well now. Mm-hmm. And that's so exactly. strange. And that doesn't make any sense, And then you though.
1: do stuff um, knowingly, or, drama. Yeah, knowingly or unknowingly. You Gosh. do stuff to exactly because to put yourself back you in that position. you already know
0: when one of our fears, my fear, my sister's fear, people are going to always leave. Because when you're in and out of the foster, mm-hmm. people are always dumping you. They right. always leave. They're going to take you back. So it's like when you're in a relationship of any kind, any tiny argument, you're like, "Alright, hurry up and leave," just because you're gonna leave anyway. But that's just the way that life has been. So you just automatically assume,
1: "But hurry up and go." If you open up and talk about that with whoever you're with, God, then they'll understand. Like, okay, this is a soft spot for that person. So let me, like, when we do have our, because we're humans, we're gonna, dis, we're not gonna. um Agree on everything, so when that comes up, if they really care, they're gonna be like, Okay, this is a sensitive spot. Let me. I remember back when they said that they have a hard time with um, um, it, um, people being with them or communicating with them or people staying or leaving, and then they'll get through that, you'll get through that rough spot. But if we're all honest, if we're all more honest with ourselves, it's like one day somebody asked me how I was feeling, I was like, Not good, and you know, but but. It made me feel good because I was like, I was actually freeing myself because whether they sat there and said what's wrong or not, or whether I wanted to talk about what was wrong, didn't matter because I freed myself from the bondage of whatever was making me feel bad. That feeling. Yes. So that's the purpose of honesty equals freedom. And a lot of us, meaning the US of A, individuals, humans, a lot of us humans, if we could just start being more honest, then the hurting would be a lot less. People's hurt. People wouldn't have a problem with saying, you know what? I'm, I'm hurting. You hurt my feelings. Or honestly, what you did was messed up. And then that conversation, everybody has to be open to talk and communicate. Okay, I hurt your feelings. Why? This is, how, this is how society will get better. And move forward. And move forward. This is like, you, we can't allow, like imagine this. You had a Hitler, one person who was able to infiltrate so many other people's minds to do whatever. Why can't we, who are the majority positive people, because that's what I believe. Why can't we come together and then see the one person that is negative or like, you know, something's wrong with them. Why can't we, as a whole, infiltrate them? And instead of it being the opposite, I I, I know Christianity says, "Well, the, the the world, the devil, the world belongs to the devil." Okay, that may be true, but why do we have to allow it to stay that way? You know, like I don't know.
0: I feel, you're right. I think that it does all stem from childhood, mm-hmm. and I feel like unfortunately some of the tactics they use, they prey on people's greatest insecurities that stem Absolutely. from being a child. So it's kind of like, when somebody knows your greatest fear, and I mean like your greatest fear, what will, fear will have you do crazy things. Yes, it will. Bird box, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, it paralyzes you, and fear takes you to a place where it's just like, what if this, what if that, what if, anxiety, it takes you on a roller coaster ride, and it takes you there to the end quickly, and you mm-hmm. think of the worst case scenario. So people are, even if, I don't want to talk about race after everything we talked about already. But even if like you see something that's an injustice and you talk about it on social media, people are afraid to even like that. Even if they agree with it and they're the opposite race, because they're like, "What if my friends see this?" Yeah. And and, then you know what? Social media—it seems like such a terrible tool. It's—it is the devil right now. It really, truly is. But I utilize it. it. Social media will even tell you you who like you like that. Your friend such and such like that. So now you're sitting here and you're magnifying everyone's every move with this. And it's 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 I don't know what it was ever intended for besides I guess socializing but it's being used in so many other ways that it's it's working against
1: us. You
2: no, know, people are always going to get creative. But
1: just remember who is behind it though. It it it's always going to be a person or a group of people that's behind it, swaying us to do certain things. So social media can be used in a good way, but why do we have to repost things that are bad? So like. There would be no focus on the current situation. Like, let's just use Jesse as a, an example. There would be no focus on Jesse um, if we all stop reposting, if we all stop hashtag looking at the hashtag. And I'm guilty of it too, because I was like, well, let me see what's going on with him today. And and whatever. But like if we stop giving that focus or putting that focus towards it, then how is it gonna thrive? It's like a cancer cell. Cancer doesn't grow unless it's fed, right? So Just like anything positive doesn't grow unless it's fed. You know,
0: in the elementary schools and even in the high schools, they have posters everywhere. They have sayings. They have all these things that are on the walls Mm -hmm. that say inspirational, positive things. But out in the real world, you rarely see that. Mm -hmm. You rarely even see T-shirts that say something positive. Now you just have, like, (laughs) quotes from, like, shows and things that are things that you can relate to in your adult life like all the mm-hmm. memes you see it's mm-hmm. just like
1: just so everything is has everything every, they try to keep us on a surface level so we don't think this is what i wanted to show you cuz you were just talking about fair that's a quote that i made that i haven't posted yet but it it just yeah, related to true. what you said
0: it's true
1: it's like I, I stopped know. being
0: afraid of rejection when I was just like, you reject me whether I sing the song you want or dance the dance you dance. like you, uh-huh. No matter what, like if someone's going to reject you, no matter what you do, they're going to reject you. Even if they temporarily accept you, it's fake. Mm. So just accept that you're going to be the black sheep to that person and just dance <laughs> to the beat of your own drum. It's true.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
0: so I want to... We're going to
2: go into a quick song, then
1: we're going to come right back. Okay. All right. What up, Doug? What up, do? what up do? Carter. Right. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey,
0: this is Avril Levine. This
1: is Gwen from No Doubt. Hi, this is Usher, and you're listening to GSNJ
0: Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connie Joy here at Hearth Music Studio, and we are back continuing our interview with Joy. Hey, hey. So I definitely want to talk about this book. Mm-hmm. This book, it's quotes that make you say oh from Instagram to your hand, part one. Mm -hmm. How did you, what made you decide to do this, to make a book, to write a book?
1: Okay, so I was getting my hair done one day. Shout out to a new year hair salon in Jersey City. So I was getting my hair done one day, and you know how we are in the hair salon, and um, one woman, we were watching Queen Sugar, by the way. So you know, (laughs) if anybody has seen Queen Sugar, Queen Sugar is about a family. Anyway, So the woman that was sitting underneath the dryer or by the dryer was like, you know what? We as African-American women need to write more because the little girls don't necessarily see African-American women authors. So I was like, "Mm, that's not going to be me because (laughs) I don't write novels. I don't write long, big books and whatever. I was like, I'm not a writer. Then I just started letting it fester in some more. And I was like, because I took it as a challenge at this point. Um, And then I said, well, you know, the only thing that I could possibly do that can actually be a book real fast is my quotes because I have a lot of them. So I was like, "Okay." So the thought went and I was like, then I just started doing it. I started transferring the quotes that I post on Instagram, which are 100 percent original. Um, And I say they're original because they come from my mind. But the things that happen around me, you know, those things influence me. People influence me. Situations influence me. But the way I I articulate it is different from the other quotes that you see. Mm -hmm. So I said, I can do that. So I pretty much just put them into a book. And then I published it. I got it copywritten. I was so excited when my copyright came (laughs) in the mail. Um, And just so anybody who is actually trying to write a book, I suggest you copyright. Um, You can go to the Library of Congress online and upload your articles, your rap music, anything. And um, then they send you a certificate. And the good thing about copywriting things is that no one can say that they did it before you. So, you know, if anybody should take my quotes, that's fine. But just give me the credit. Because I know it's going to help somebody. It helps me sometimes. when I'm like, did I really come up with that? Like, <laughs> seriously? You I'm know? Sure you so, you know, that's how it pretty much came about. Um, I have some quotes on, on Instagram now that um, I posted because it's the month of February. Mm-hmm. Some love quotes and stuff like that. So,
0: Let me hear.
1: Oh, Lord. Are, is
0: any, are those going to be in part two or any
1: of them in here? It's probably going to be in part three. Part two, wait, are oh going to <laughs> Part two is are ready real. to go. I just don't know when back. to drop it.
0: What would be, what do you, I mean, these,
1: I imagine that these are all. I mean, open the book and tell me which one just like. Oh
0: God, <laughs> you're going to have me over here <laughs> crying. just like, no, which no, one of these not. is
1: not going to affect me the most? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> so recently, some of the quotes that I've posted, um, I've been uh, just looking around and seeing different situations and, um, you know, some some are personal. And, you know, and a good thing about some of the things that I do, nobody really understands if I'm talking about them per se or if it's just something general. So, like, that's cool. Like, I can hide that in there. Um, there was one quote that I wrote, and I'm probably going to paraphrase. It's on Instagram now. It says, um, when enough of us, in capital letters are tired of the foolery, then we can be the cure. So it's a deeper level because us in capital really means the United States. So it's like like a lot of the quotes that I write, they're just not surface. You know what I mean? Like it could mean something for everyone else, which is fine, but for me, some of those things mean a little bit more than what is just written. Yeah. So the whole idea is just to make you think. To make you think so subliminal could,
0: messages. always subliminal make, messages. They always
1: make people think. You can write a subliminal message on
0: social media and get like seven different people like, is there a problem? Did I do something? And I'm just like, <laughs> never fails, never <laughs> fails. So, what would be, what was your first, what was the first quote that you ever, that you wrote that moved you? Ooh. <laughs> that touched you in a way that you didn't.
1: Um, it had to be something about love. Um, I don't remember all of my quotes. But I think the one, actually there was one. I have, I have socks too, custom socks. So what I do is I come up with ideas. Some people give me ideas, but I only make 12 of them. And when the 12 are sold out, I never make them again. So I feel like through clothing, that's, that's the only way we could be individuals, right? So then I came up with this quote, this, um, what is it called? It was called the quote sock. Or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. But basically, my cousin, well, be Billy, hey, Billy, how are you? Um, I asked him if he wanted to be a part of it. So he gave me two of his quotes. And then I posted one. So it was one about, um, it had something to do with um, being arrogant. Um, and I, I compared it to diarrhea. And I was like, if you think, pretty much to, to paraphrase, if you think diarrhea is nasty, so is being ar- arrogant. So it's kind of like that. That's actually in that book. I just don't remember the actual words of how I posted it. Um, but, you know, it kind of makes you think, yeah, arrogance is nasty and it is kind of like diarrhea. So, yeah, let's not be arrogant. <laughs> now, do your socks, do?
0: are they on the soles of the feet?
1: No, it's on the whole sock. Like this sock right here, this was my um, addiction sock. So, actually, it was the anti-sock. I called it the anti-sock. The only reason why I actually have it is because these were errors. Um, I really don't own any of my own socks that I create. Because I feel like if there's only 12, then you mean to tell me I only can give 11 to somebody or people, 11 people? So, I was like, no. I just give it. And people keep on telling me, no, you need to keep at least one. So, like, you know, when you die, then it's like they're collectibles now. But I was like, they're collectibles now anyway. So, like, hopefully no, people that don't is wear to it. To
0: know that...
1: I got a pair of socks, and
0: nobody else. Nobody else, nobody no else is gonna have that pair of socks. That's something yeah. that I would actually want for my kids. Yeah, I want a pair of socks for my boys, and just like you can't get these. I mean, you can get a, you can get them, but you can't get Not these, these ones. exact ones, exactly. And that would make them feel so special, especially my Jaden. Like, I, no one else has these. These are definitely these were made especially for, for me. For you,
1: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So I, I have tons of socks that. um Back in the day. Well, I'm waiting for a few to come up. So the next ones you guys can look forward to, there's one that's called Love Overflowing. It's dope. I love it. Um, The other one is basically soup, but the way it's done is cute. And then I have uh, another set that have the quotes book on there. So like all of my book. That one I'm just going to reproduce. So it's my quotes book cover with my signature on it.
0: That's nice.
1: Yeah, so... That's another thing. If people don't want the book, you can buy a sock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so weird because I'm like all into socks. Like I love socks. Really? I wow. really do love socks. I'm into socks. Mm. And I don't know. It just became a new thing like maybe like a year ago. And I buy mediocre
1: socks. Now you need a Be The Difference socks. You can go to be the website, and then you'll see them on there. I, right now, I only have like two or three um they're apple picking socks and uh on the back of them it's this cute little scarecrow That's so. really
0: cute reminds me of the fall. Mm-hmm. So when you so when you have your socks and they go up on your website do I not know what it is available until I go on there and then I have to like grab them before somebody else does? I would
1: grab them before someone else does. Because mm-hmm. once they're they're so gone, that's they're it. Off the site. Yeah. Okay. Is, and and they're gone. Like, you won't even see a picture of them. You. Like, <laughs> like, you won't even see what you could have had. It's over. Yeah. My coworker, she's like, you're crazy. Like, if they're selling out, why wouldn't you bank? I was like, but I told people, I- I've told so many people that you have an authentic thing that no one else is going to have after 12. I was like, if I tell them that, then I really have to stick to my word, even though it may not make sense business-wise. No, no, actually, business-wise, business-wise, that's a genius. Yeah, but they're like, you know, you can make more money from that. And I'm like, I know, but I already said something, so I can't really go back. If <laughs> you think about it, no, actually,
0: business-wise, it, it is. It's really authentic, because if you think about it, I have a pair of socks. People are going to want to buy a pair. They're going to want these socks because I
1: have this own. No one else has this, right. yeah. and you have to go and get it quick. It does. And then you don't know who, like, it's coming from me. It's like, and also, like, you're getting a little piece of me. Like, it's not much. But, I mean, like, I try to be a good person. I try to be genuine. I try to be nice because I've had experiences of when things didn't, people weren't nice to me or things that happened to me that I don't want other people to experience. So that's why I do what I do. You know what I mean? So I guess that's me paying it forward, I guess. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, I think it's a really, I think it's a great idea actually. Because if you think about it, let's say if you had like more social status and you were like a celebrity or something like that, mm-hmm. you might find they would make, up, make off of that mm. because people will be up there like online fighting over this. Once I have the only pair of socks, it's this one <laughs> pair of socks by such and such. People will be sitting up here reselling them on eBay. I know. It's exclusive. It is. It's really personal too.
1: Yep. I, I don't know
2: came first, the sock idea or the t-shirt idea? I'm guessing the t-shirt
1: idea. Yeah, the t-shirts came first. The socks I've been doing for almost two years now.
0: Are you going to expand and do more?
1: Um, The book is my expansion.
0: You're not going to do, like, anything else? Like what? Like, I don't know, pants? Jeans?
1: I mean, like, you come on, like... <laughs> the whole, like, a department store? Yes. Like, I am a department store, so... Oh, I do onesies. You I, do... Okay, I, no, I no do that's onesies. cute. No, that's really cute. I love babies,
0: so yeah, that's, makes sense. I like that.
1: Yep, so there... I, I have two sayings on the onesies. And I, and again, people are like, well, what kind of business is that if you only have two different designs? Maybe I'll, expand, maybe I'll expand, maybe I won't. I don't know. But at this point in time, I have one that says, my future is bright in a light bulb. And the other one says, love. So the light bulb, we stick them in the mirror so much. These babies don't know how to speak English, but they understand. So if you keep on constantly telling an infant, your future is bright. Your future is bright. Guess what? The chances of them wanting to give up may be a little bit harder. You know what I mean? So that's the idea. It's like you just keep on putting that positive message. And love, something that we all always need is love. And I think that gets lost in translation as we get older because now it's like, don't touch the fire. Don't do this. Don't do that. But love, that's what we really should be purposing people to know and understand. So... It's, um, it says love one there, and there's seven leaves because seven is a number of completion or perfection, and the color purple's for royalty, which is my favorite color. And it's basically saying to that, baby, there's seven people in your life that are fundamental. They equate love and purple's for royalty, and you are a royal person. So if they keep on seeing that, whether they know how to read or not, whenever they see an image, whenever they see the word love, when they get older, it's gonna resonate in them. So maybe that time when they don't feel loved, it'll resonate. I remember stuff when I was a baby, and that's why I know this is true. So do I. I remember some stuff. Some, yeah, I remember. But I don't remember anything like
0: that though. Which is, sad. <laughs>
1: but see, too bad. Let's make you an infant again. And <laughs> I want like, Can we start this again?
0: <laughs> I woke up this morning. I realized that I'm not right. Let's just start again at one. Let's just do this twice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, That started, like, a year into the company.
0: You should really do so much with that baby stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm trying.
0: I mean, (laughs) because if you look at it now, what they put on baby clothes now, Mm -hmm. even, like, even the quotes they put on, it's stuff that we... Superficial. Yes, yes. It's stuff that we see on social media. I'm just like, you put that on a kid's t-shirt. All right, man, that's been much.
1: But see, the thing is, though, with you guys giving me this platform and you having this platform for me to speak about it, people will understand more what be the difference is about. And then they'll understand, like, it's not just another clothing company. It's a way of life. (laughs) And that's the actual quote that we use. It's not just an attitude, it's a lifestyle, a way of life. That's right. (laughs) Yep, that makes a, me
0: think of this right here. Yep. Mm. That's, that's a, a that, that that's, that's a, a it's a lifestyle. That's
1: basically what um, what we stand by. It's not just clothing; it's a way of life. So, that's what be the difference is about. It's not just me selling you a t shirt. It's about you understanding what that message is for yourself, and then you passing that message along. Pay it forward, like that. Mm-hmm. like it starts here. Once you can infiltrate here it'll project it will project out everywhere else so that's
2: positive
1: now do you do um they have walks to raise awareness
0: for mm-hmm. different things do you do walks for congenital heart disease
1: no but Hayden heart Hayden's heart does do that cuz
0: i feel like if you did that and you wore your t-shirts mm-hmm. there and you had a group of people all there supporting that now i've done walks before and mm-hmm. when you have a t-shirt on that is not like the typical Plain white shirt with like a word on the front. (laughs) When you have that difference, I mean, the news comes out and everything, it stands out. And people, they, where'd you get that t-shirt, man? Where'd you get that? Really? It it really does. I need
1: to get on that. I need a team first.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, getting the team together is hard. It's the hardest because people are just like, they're like, yeah, I want to do, I want to support it.
1: The hardest. Like, I I need this much
0: for your t-shirt. And even when you pay for somebody's t-shirt, they don't want to show up. It's hard to get people to do something that's. You're, exactly. Yeah, if like it doesn't it's, it's,
1: benefit the, But we're changing that. We're changing that.
2: Well, speaking of team, tell me about the people in the picture.
1: Oh, so that I actually want that to be on a billboard one day. That was my um, Addiction Kills the Family t-shirt photo shoot. So I wanted to represent everybody. Um, African-American, Hispanics, children, um, Caucasians, Jewish, I wanted to have a, a older like a senior citizen, but they couldn't come that day, so that's why you just have those those particular people there. And um, I, they were friends of mine, and they're the photographer is actually in it too. Shout out to Light Studios, Shout they out hooked to Light that Studios. yeah, they hooked that show that they hooked that shoot up really well. I like um, the backgrounds. Yeah.
0: I really, it's the, it's the, it's the design on your shirt. Yeah. So
1: they basically wore a t-shirt and then he did the, um, graphics in the background.
0: I like that. So. I really like that. And
1: it was just, again, like, I think once we start addressing things and start talking about things, we can heal from it. So if you see that picture and I wanted to emphasize, like, look at that kid, like, this is what addiction does. It doesn't just, the adults are fine because we can just bounce back. But like you said. Look at the child, look at the damage that's being done to the, or we're forgetting that the child is even there and they're seeing everything and absorbing everything that's going around. So
2: there was a quote in, uh, get Richard die trying 50 was saying that, you know, the thing about kids is you don't think that they catch or see anything. And the truth is they catch and see everything. everything. Yep.
1: Everything.
2: I love that picture. I think that um, that would be awesome if you got that on a billboard. I
1: want that on. Like, on, imagine that you driving down the highway and you're like, wait a second.
0: I'm a skirt. I know. I <laughs> know that <one." laughs> But
2: you know what? That, that's what we need is, you know, we, we need more difference. We need to see be the difference. And we need visuals like that that are changing the trajectory in people's minds, how mm-hmm. they're thinking. You know? Yep. So that's, that's amazing
1: and it affects everybody just every race that's that that's what the that's what the premise of that picture means it affects every race it affects every gender it affects every everybody young and old facts so we need to start, we just need to as a community just start to pay attention and when i say community i mean me us as humans we need to start paying attention to each other and getting to know each other more
0: yeah i admit it's like i don't know what happened to the past five years but i'm just like people i have to get to know people like talk to you i don't know what it is i feel like it's probably because do with taught. social media too it's just like i can watch you but then when i'm done with you i can just turn off my phone and like, right and but and, that's how we're taught that's weird it now. started
1: with this self-help book and there's nothing wrong with self-help books but the minute you start relying just on yourself what do you need other people for That's pretty much what you're telling people. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to knock self-help books because they do help people. But we just have to remember we need to bring it back. Like social media, like social media is a great tool. It's great to see things as comical. But we can't forget to turn it off and still communicate with the people that are in front of us. Because those moments, that's life. That's living. You know what I mean? This is living right now. We're having a conversation. This is what life is about. We're helping each other. You're growing. I'm growing. We're feeding off of each other. We're giving each other information that we may not have even thought about. Absolutely. And this is what humans are supposed to do. We as humans are supposed to be doing. And we've strayed away from that. And it all started with that stinking microwave. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: All I'm going to say is I do not. I'm against microwaves and I have, I have a toaster oven now, but what happened? <laughs> I stopped using a microwave like nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I stopped using it cause I'm just like, you're radiating our food. We're, not we're literally that. killing our nutrition.
1: Not only that, but think about it. It's when
0: instant, everything you need is just yep. right there for you. But not
1: only that though, like remember when you used to time out. Okay all right, I have this, I need to cook for an hour. So I need to be home by at least five. That just to me, in my mind, it opened up, oh, I can work later because I could just throw it in the microwave. So like those late nights, that became a thing. Because until microwaves came, my parents came home. We all sat down by like 5.30 and had dinner. After the microwaves came, people started working later. We never sat down with each other anymore. I can't honestly. Microwaves I, started killing no, I'm it. Sitting
0: down with us ever for dinner. I never thought about that. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like it's the little things. Right. It's the little things that they introduce that help divide. And you know, we, we continue to divide each other. And it's just I don't know. At some point, we have to stop. There's too many of us that have too much power to say no. We're not allowing this anymore.
2: Like you said, we're the majority.
1: We are the we majority. We got to get it together. We are the majority if we can focus, and the way you can focus is turning off the TV. That's number 1. Absolutely. Another way to focus, not anything against music, but on my way here, I didn't have the radio on, and I came up with two quotes. And it just made me think about
2: things. Well, people have a yearning for entertainment. You know. But that's
1: because we're taught we need to be.
2: Absolutely. When um, you know, back in the day, and I say back in the day, I'm talking about back in the day, like um, what's it, 2018, 2019. You say back. I'm talking oh. like uh, 100 AD. You know, they were living off the land, mm-hmm. even in the 1700s, uh, 1600s, all that. They were living off the land, so entertainment wasn't really a thing. Thing for royalty, it was, but most people. They had to learn. They had to learn how to cultivate the land. They had to learn how to fish to eat and different things like that. And today they didn't people have the time. And just, they were
1: smart. They knew, they knew weather before the weatherman came.
2: Absolutely. Look at you know the Mayans saying? and the stars and you know their astrology and all that. Absolutely. And we got to get back to that. We got to get back to um, just wanting to learn. It doesn't have to be the land or stuff like that, but we need to learn whether it's about our people, Mm-hmm. Our people being, you know, us, everybody, Americans, and then also abroad, how different cultures work.
1: Appreciate, yeah.
2: Absolutely. And I, I, it would just bring people so much more together. And, you know, I say that being, you know, we're in a radio station right now. I know. Now. Right. And that's oh, why I said nothing against you. No, <laughs> a lot of the, the shows that we have, you know, it's, it's your show, you're talking I'm, about things that people are learning about. Some of it's uh, specific to what you got going on in the voice of reason. They got... A lot of our shows are educational shows versus entertainment. We do have entertainment, too. Yeah, there's nothing and wrong I, with that. I, I know.
1: I'm sitting here thinking you, like, oh,
0: God, they're yeah, no, talking absolutely. about it's me. Got, oh, and not even There's got to
2: be a balance. A balance. And that's why I yeah. like Thanos. You know, I don't like how... Anybody know the Avengers? Marvel? Mm-mm. Okay, so mm-hmm. Thanos was the evil guy and um, he wiped out half of the, the universe because he said it was imbalanced and balance is, you know... Um, necessary mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. think we need to wipe about half the universe but i think we need to balance our education and our entertainment
1: but think about it too with the cell phones and I, that's why i have a book like i'd rather you have this it takes away once we have um nothing again again i'm not trying to knock anything but if you can read a book on a tablet um it takes away your sensory your touch it mm-hmm. starts you know what i mean like I I like the touch and feel of a book. I want to open it. I want, like, once you start starting to take our sensory away, then what? I think that, honestly, I think that might be a sensory problem that I actually
0: have. I cannot stand doing anything on, like, I like a pencil and a paper because Mm -hmm. I feel like I I don't know what it is, but I don't like computer. And I have to use a computer,
1: but I don't like it. Do you know how to write in script anymore? I, I can't remember the last time I wrote in script. I don't even write in script with my name. I just do a little check mark. You're Talking about like cursive. Cursive, yeah. yeah. I, write
0: cursive. I, write, teach I write cursive. They don't write in school. I write cursive every day. It's crazy, because on uh, my notes we don't. It's not computer. Well, you're a nurse. So I wrote my my yeah. notes are handwritten every single time. So you're more day.
1: human than all of us. <laughs>
0: <gasps> I knew. I just knew it was gonna come with day. But I've never actually like. I don't know if it's my attention span or what. I have never cared for computers because when I was in computer class in grade school and we're all in front of computers and the instructor's telling us where to go and I'm sitting here like, what blue tab is he talking about? I don't see blue. I don't like it. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Come help I'm lost. But I do not, not like computers. You need the
2: ability to use a computer with your reality series. That's something totally so different. It, that would be know, hard. Balance. It, you need yeah. that balance. You it's like,
1: that you need it, it. Exactly. It's like we just need to use everything According, in moderation in and there moderation. you go
2: that's the perfect way don't to say it don't
1: take everything away but also remember like this this got to be like we need to know how to touch we need to save our vision from all of the rays that are coming Absolutely. from TVs like at some point just turn it off and have a game night a family game night or you know, a game night you don't even have to you don't even have to be like a complete family have some friends over do like something sit down and talk i just had a little gathering not too long ago and I didn't it wasn't planned. I, they were like, Well, what are we gonna be doing? I was like, I don't know. We're not gonna have watch the TV, I know that much. And we sat there for like four hours just talking, just eating and just talking. And like that was like a vacation it's, it's,
0: it's like, to me. I was like, Oh my god, we should just more often. What did you guys do? We sat and we ate and we talked and just like
1: It was so like normal. a vacation. But it's, like you said it earlier, is. you know
2: topics come up that you might have never thought about it. And
1: it was, it was like, it was great. Shout out to Wayne. Um, Cause he was there and um, he was dropping jewels on all of us. That's
2: positive. Shout out to Wayne. Yeah. Hoping I always felt
0: strange because, I feel like I live under a rock because I legitimately don't watch TV. I don't. I haven't even. Like I, I have really don't. TV that's why I'm just like I know of the show Empire, but I never watched it. Right. I know about Love and Hop, but I never watched it. Like I just, for some reason it's not intriguing to me, and I kind of feel like too like I don't want to be watching what everyone else is watching because mm-hmm. I don't want to be part of the gang that's sucked in by it. And I, I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm just no, it like, makes
1: perfect sense.
0: I don't take anything from it.
1: But that if makes gonna you a strong. I'm going to watch something. Person.
0: Now like I like it takes and this is why it's so hard for me to get into like I do have Netflix, but it's hard for me to actually get into a series because I'm sitting here and like if you don't grab me in the first 3 minutes. That's it. I'm not watching it. I'm easier on watching a movie and watching the same movie and over and over and over again because if it's a good movie, it's not going to get bad. It's mm-hmm. a good movie and I actually like what it is. And my kids are the same way. They watch the same movies over and over and over again. We're This is weird. We are DVD people.
1: No, my co- my coworker Like, even... Ha- cowork- I don't
0: know. I'm like, what is wrong with us? We're like... They watch the same things over and over and over again. When we got cable. I'm just like, what's the point? All mm-hmm. you guys want to do is watch DVDs.
1: My coworker, um, shout out to Jen, she loves New Girl. <laughs> it's like- <laughs> she watch New it Girl. Is. No, but it's it's her happy place though. She watches New Girl every day in the office, every day. Like during her I lunch, like to watch the And that she's we just like, it, it's great. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's her thing. And it's funny because I, because when I see little clips that she shows me, I'm like, this is actually funny. You know, I was like, dang it. And she's like, yes, you need to watch New Girl. You need to watch New Girl. I'll give you my Netflix. I'm like, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know me. I use for TV. Or TV for you know when my kids are a little extra over the top, mm-hmm. go sit down and watch put TV. SpongeBob on. Not not SpongeBob, but you know something of that sort. Go Don't watch worry, my kids watch or... SpongeBob,
0: but they watch the series. But they watch the. I feel like Walmart only gets business from their DVDs because of of me. <laughs> when we, this is what they say when we, when we drive past uh, Walmart. They goes, "Can I have DVD?" Can I have a DVD when we go to Walmart? If we don't go to the back of that store to buy a DVD to watch ten million times, mm-hmm. then I can't even blame because I, little, I I watch the same but movies over your and family over again. Time.
1: Whatever, whatever your family time is, that's your family time. I can quote
0: some of these movies, <laughs> and but the crazy thing is, the movies that I like watching mm-hmm. are movies that people would never guess, mm-hmm. and they're from movies from our childhood. Like I like watching the movie The Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Secret Garden. It.
2: I heard of it. Heard of the book.
0: Yeah, the movie's the movie. like, I, the movie was really, it's, I, I don't Fiddler on the Roof. I've heard of that one like too. That. No, I've never <laughs> seen that one. I never saw um, with the book. I like, um, I like a little, the little princess. I don't it? like that. Um, you don't like that movie, A Little Princess? No. The, I've never heard of
1: that. Or it's book. like a Disney movie, right?
0: I don't know if it was Disney. No, 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 no. Not The Princess and the Frog. A little princess. It's not an animation. You know what they
1: they actually redo everything. But so. it's so. Oh, yeah. But I'm it, talking oh, about.
0: Yeah. But I like the ones that were out when we were kids. Like I will. Li- it will literally say this movie was made Ooh, in like 1990. 1990. <laughs> like I like those movies.
2: Smurfs, Lion King. I love Smurfs, yeah, man. Yeah,
0: Lion King. You and know i just Smurf like
1: cereal. I don't remember the Smurfs. Me neither. Only person that ate the Smurfs cereal. Was it blue? Yeah. I, would say I was like, I bet it was blood. Well, yeah, everybody. I was eating everybody. Yeah, my mom
0: would not buy name brand cereal. She was just like, eat this. I'm like, what is that? Now <laughs> I don't even look. What is that? They're Fruity Pops. The heck is Fruity Pop? She's my name Ren cereal.
2: Joy, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. How can um anybody listening, or fans, or followers, or anybody that is interested in tuning in with um, I'm looking at the top, like I'm going to see, be the difference up there, <laughs> be the difference. How can they be the difference? You know, themselves or apply that to their lives? Is it?
1: It's just a whole mindset. It's a mindset. That's all it really is.
2: So you'd suggest maybe getting your book, reading some of those Absolutely. quotes? Absolutely. And-
1: read the quotes. You'll be inspired. Um, it'll help make you think differently. Um, it'll maybe help you think a little bit more about how you treat people. And, and again, I need to read it sometimes, too, because I to be, you know, we all have our ways. And I'm sure I'm not always nice. Um, but, you know, I try. We're human. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I feel like
0: being a good – I mean, I try to be – I really do – but I feel like being a good person is like when you walk out of church after you hear this sermon and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be different. Da, 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 da. And then as soon as you get in the car, like, all right, we have to go to KFC. I'm <laughs> to cleanse my body in some some oil. I'm going to everybody <laughs> on the way there. It just, it's out there that messes me up. It's not me. It's just the, my, the influence they all have. It's like all of a sudden the <laughs> light goes off. I'm just like, all right. F- have this. you ever
1: heard of, um, I, I, I'm going to misquote this, but like um, you react your reaction is really how um i'm saying this all wrong but no one's responsible for your reactions and that's all we do that is consistently react we always react to situations and i try not to react too quickly anymore cuz i used to have a really bad temper i did i've come a long way being and, impulsive is never good oh yeah uh, i used to, i came i came a long way still coming a long way um, but I don't react as much.
0: But if you can, as, as long as to. you can look back and see, like I used to be like really, and now I'm not like that now. It's yeah. just like that's, that's growth. That is it's growth, especially yeah. if you can see it yourself because. Some people oh, yeah. don't even
1: want to give you credit for being a different person or being yeah. coming a different way. And I, sometimes I'm very hard on myself because I'm like, dang, I just yelled. Like my dad helps me a lot um, with the events, so shout out to him with the events. And sometimes we argue, and I'm like, man, how could I have the, how could I have this positive company? And I'm just arguing with my dad of all people. That's the man that helped birth me. Like, and I feel really bad. But
2: sometimes it's just being conscious of, mm-hmm. you know, we we forget that other people are only human. I remember there was a uh, thing between MGK and Diddy. And MGK was going to a party because Diddy told him to come to the party. And as soon as MGK got to the party, Diddy left. MGK the next day was uh, yelling at him. And Diddy said, listen, don't forget, I am only human. My bad. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we got to remember that. Other people that we might hold to these higher standards or even lower standards, at the end of the day, we're all human. Nobody's perfect, you know? But I think we
0: bank one, like... A person that's a certain kind of way that takes every handles everything a certain kind of way. We count on that because we can't count on much in life. Oh, don't count on. So it's on just it. like as soon as they like <laughs> act, you and I'm just like, how could you do that? You're the nice person, and it's yeah. like a shock to us. But I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, they still bleed blood, right? This place <laughs> is really, you know, <laughs> this is Earth. Like these are people. Mm-hmm. Like people do make mistakes and. The- when I say it, I'm just like, oh, God, don't you dare forget this when you walk out that door. But I'm just like.
1: But I mean, I and again, for people who are listening and tuning in, I am human. I make a ton of mistakes all the time. Um, But I try my best to not be those mistakes all of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's your so, honesty right there. That's yeah, I'm just being honest. And like, honestly, what I truly want and desire is for people to be you know, less hurt and to feel good.
0: But if you weren't human and you didn't make mistakes, you wouldn't be relatable. That's true. I feel like our mistakes that we make and the blood that we bleed, it makes other people feel like I'm not alone. There are other people out there. So I feel like, I feel like that's why it's important for us to share. And it is important for us to communicate because we're strangers to our own. Come on. We're becoming strangers to our own selves because, We were leading different lives here and here and here and at work and then to our friends and then to our spouses or our boyfriends or girlfriends, whoever. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like when you're at nighttime when the lights are off and you're You're in the dark. Yep. Who the heck are you? Right. You have to know who that person is. It's true. It's true. It's very true. This is turning into such a
2: therapy (laughs) session. I'm just like, don't you dare forget this No, this has definitely been a a great interview. A great interview. (laughs) joy um tell everybody where they can find you
1: oh for sure oh i want to say thanks to a couple people too like janny janny she's she was the first person that ever blogged did a blog for me um and she's helping me now there's a book signing that um, that's being put together.
0: Did you sign in here
1: for me? Of course. I was like, "Can you
0: sign this?"
1: There's a yep. There's a big book signing that she's helping put together, and she, you know, is helping me about be a part of that. And she also introduced me to a lot of business owners that have little coffee shops that are um. I'll be doing some things there too. So shout out to that's Janie. Fantastic. That's great. That yeah, is yeah, yeah. And and it's it's crazy how we met, but you know, I was um one of her first blog posts or maybe one that she picked up in a while. So you can always find her on Instagram too, um Janny Wolf or Janny Susan.
2: Be sure to tag us in one of her. Yeah, to yeah ask her. I'm I just because like,
1: my I will. I'll definitely tag her. Um I want to shout out to Yvonne Gibson. Um Yvonne I used to go to my childhood church. I used to go there, and then um, I switched churches. And you know how things can happen when you mm. switch churches mm-hmm. after you've been there for you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yvonne always reached out to me, and, and and like surprisingly, when you grow up somewhere, that's your immediate family, and only few of them actually reach out to me. Yeah,
0: because only few. It's of like them. they sometimes they feel like you betrayed them to, but. Sometimes your calling is greater than just staying in this place. True. And only if you were called but to Jesus actually never, do that. But
1: Jesus never stayed in one place. And if we all want to be like him, you're not supposed to stay in one place. That's my True. personal feel. That's my personal thought. I'm
0: miles away from where I was. <laughs> like, I'm like far, 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 far from home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yvonne Gibson, um, she actually bought my book on Amazon. And I told her I, was, and I and I was just telling just telling people because I was excited. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm an author!" Like that was never in my plan. You have to understand, like when something is never in your plan and you never had a vision of actually being capable of doing it, you're just like, in shock. How did I get? Here? Yeah, so I was just sharing it, and she said, "Oh yeah, I bought your book." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh my goodness." So she she always has supported me. She's always been there. Um, Yvonne is a dope person and I'm thankful for her. Um, my dad, of course, uh, my coworkers who have helped me, um, you know, my, one of my coworkers picked the cover of the book and another one actually helped edit it through cause it was a mess. Um, if you was, ever need
2: any help with, you know, um, graphics or anything like that and you want opinions, feel free to reach out to us. I will.
1: I will. We got, we're like family now. Absolutely. Um, uh, who else can I think? I you know people at the gym because a lot of inspiration comes from people at the gym. Um, some of them, some of them are nice, some of them are not. But actually, no, they're all nice. I haven't met a mean person at the gym yet. But like some of our conversations actually have opened up different quotes and um, have helped me think differently and helped me exercise and and want to uh, challenge myself. So people at the gym, uh, Wayne. I just mentioned him before. He is. Dope. Um, he's definitely one of those conscious people. Um, you probably should have him on your show one day too. He's dope too. Link it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there's so many other people, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna forget them. But whoever you are, you know who you are. I'm thankful for you. I'm actually thankful for all of the people who have supported and purchasing a shirt, purchasing a book, believing in me when I when there are times when I don't believe in myself. Just knowing that I have to continue to do stuff because people are like, you know, people are wanting me, wanting to see me win. Right. You know, for lack of other words, they're wanting me, wanting me to continue on with inspiring others. Those people, you guys, like, I'm just very thankful um, because without the help of others, you will never go anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, thanks to Freed- is net worth Fab Free. Fab Free, thanks to her too. She does a lot of stuff behind the scenes as well. Um, she's on Instagram. It's thanks to her too. She's helpful. Um, and and everybody else too. Um, and also whoever's tuning in, they're gonna do a giveaway. I have a t-shirt for you guys. It's the grass is greener right here. Love that. So you can win a free t-shirt, and trust me. I make all of the T-shirts, so you have something made from an actual person. So the product is good. I pick out the T-shirts, the designs I actually print myself. Um, I've been injured a few times. So I do everything for you guys. <laughs> and um, also, you can find me at BTD LLC on Instagram, Facebook. And if you want to tune in some more, there's YouTube. Um, really? I have yeah. a YouTube channel. You can just go Inspirational
2: under. Inspirational videos, right? Mm-hmm,
1: Be the difference clothing. Oh, shout out to Chem Management. Um, she's another person that you know you guys might want to link up with. She does modeling, uh, modeling agency management, all that good stuff. Um, she actually did a video. It's called the series is called Our Lives Seen Through My Eyes. So people just document things through their personal experiences, and the idea behind it is the more we talk about the things that. Um, go on in our life from our perspective other people might be able to relate and be like I'm not alone just like mm-hmm. you know you're not alone and she was talking about being a preacher's kid so shout out to her too wow. all the people who have taken part in the series who have done things just on the YouTube stuff my cousin Alan he's a he's dope too He di- he's a dub productions he just did a book review um, that's on YouTube um, so like all of those people you know just thankful for them. A lot of positivity.
2: I love it. I'm trying.
1: <laughs> oh, and shout out to Hayden's Heart too. Go check them out. Donate to them. We all love children. They're they are our future. So just check out Hayden's Heart as well. And
2: Hayden's Heart is H A Y D E N S Heart. Definitely um can Google that or go to Haydensheart.org. It's a great organization. And then the book is available, you said, on Amazon. Amazon they can get website. it from you, the mm-hmm. website. And just tell them the website one more time.
1: It's be the dot com, and one last person too. Sure. Um, Teal Tender Hearts, shout out to them. Um, See the bracelet. Yes, they raise awareness for ovarian for women who have ovarian cancer. It's something that well, you you would know more about that. Um, we all should get screened for it um, because there are cases of children you oh know God. having a young young children like 12 and under oh who have ovarian cancer and she they will teach you to ask the right questions for the the actual test because mm-hmm. it's not just the pap smear right so um you know shout out to her she's another person um that was you know that I learned from too and um, influential yeah 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 so she gave me this bracelet And I actually wear it. And all the people there's artists who have actually given me stuff too that signed, be the different stuff. And I'm gonna put those as collectibles.
2: That is nice. That's awesome. That is like the socks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see you quoting something that will be on like a bus somewhere driving by. You're
2: like, I know, Joy.
1: That's Joy. That's gotta be Joy right there. There (laughs) Even if it's not her name, that's probably Joy. That thought about that.
0: That's that's. that's... That's amazing. I can go so many
1: different places.
2: Yeah. We, a matter uh, of words. We appreciate you driving all the way down here. It was like a two-hour drive, you said, right? Yeah, it was
1: fun, though. I enjoy it. I mean, it's better to be in person than over the
2: phone. Absolutely. So. And we gave that option. You said right away, no, I'm coming down. Yeah,
1: I'll just come down. It's and not that's big this no, has been a big deal. I appreciate that.
2: great interview. You gave a lot of gems yourself and a lot of really? good advice. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely think you did. Because you know what? Um, like you said, people don't think about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you said a couple of things that I hadn't thought about. So I can only imagine our listeners and everybody listening, Mm. you know, it's going to touch them as well. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for coming by. I want everybody listening and tuned in to go check out the IG, the Facebook, the website, check all that stuff out. And then buy a T-shirt, go get the book on Amazon. It's 200 pages of amazing quotes, positive quotes, growth quotes, things that are going to make you feel good about yourself. And we need more of that We need more of that just as people in this country, as people right here in New Jersey. We need more of that. So, Joy, thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate you guys. Make sure that you definitely check out the... We're going to have this up soon. And... Like Ace said, make sure you definitely check her out. Check Joy out. She's on Instagram, she's on Facebook, and she's also on YouTube. So definitely look for her. I'm going to have all of her information on my Instagram and my Facebook and on my YouTube as well, so you guys can definitely track her down. Thank you so much for viewing. Here at Heart Thrive Music Studios, I'm Connie Joy. Thank you.